Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host. And today we're going to talk about what tools do you have to regulate yourself during times of stress? When you're stressed, how do you cope with the stress? Do you reach for the chocolate, the chips, the candy, the alcohol? Do you scroll, doom scroll, as they say, on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook? Are you binging TV, you know, avoiding going to bed, right? Like, what are your coping tools when you're extremely stressed? And the reason I want to talk about this is because whether you realize it or not, stress has a huge impact on our ability to lose weight. And if you don't have the right tools in your toolbox when it comes to regulating yourself during times of stress, you may be making decisions or even subconsciously acting in ways that is not beneficial for your body, right? And maybe you know that consciously as well. Maybe you know, of course, that you know having half a bottle of wine and you know destroying a bag of chips or crackers is not really like the best thing for your health, right? <laughs> but sometimes we get stuck in this cycle where we just can't break ourselves out of it. It's the only way we know. And when we're in that time of stress or that fight or flight mode, and we really can't calm ourselves down, and that's the only tool we have, then of course, that's what we're going to go to, you know? So first, I want to just say, I'm not an expert in this topic. It's something that I'm still working on as well, which I thought it would be relevant to share because it is something I'm trying to work on in my own life. And then secondly, because I know that we live in a time right now where there's a lot of stress just in the world, okay? As of this recording, it is, um, you know, October in the year 2023. We may be entering World War III, who knows? You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into world events here, but it's, it's a heavy time, right? It's just a heavy time in general, in society, in the news. If you turn on the news, whatever time of year it is, right? There's always just doom and gloom. And then in your own personal life, right? You might have challenges in your relationship. Maybe your kids are going through something. Uh, Maybe, you know, personally you're going through something, right? Maybe you have a family member who's ill. Maybe you have uh, bills that are piling up. Maybe your spouse lost their job. We all have these different external stresses that are going on. And then we have like our own internal stresses. Like think about your own things that you're anxious about, your own anxieties, maybe about yourself. Maybe you're anxious about your weight or your body or your own health. Uh, So, you know, we all have just like this mounting pile of stressors and we all have like a threshold. We all have a threshold of how much stress that we are like capable of dealing with without having a mental breakdown, basically, right? So I know for me, for example, you know, something that has been a huge stress for me just to share with you guys and be an open book here. uh, My daughter is two. She just turned two recently. We're still napping. Thank God. I know it could be worse. Okay. We still have a nap every day, but naps and bedtimes, you know, as any parent knows, they are, it's a battle. You know, I go in there with my armor on. I know it's going to be a fight. And that fight may take 30 minutes. It may take an hour and 20 minutes. I never know. But sometimes when you're expecting like, okay, they're, they're you know, or maybe she didn't nap and I'm expecting it's going to be easier to put her down and it takes almost two hours to put her down, you know, by that time, like I'm emotionally a little bit of mess. <laughs> you know, I'm very dysregulated. And when I come out of that room and I finally get her down, if I'm not aware of my breathing, of how I'm managing my stress in that moment, sometimes my emotions can take over. You know, I've been known to throw a an, an earbud across the room and rage, you know, 
thank God, like that's all that it's been, but <laughs> definitely the earbud comes flying when I walk out of that room sometimes. Um, you know, and then sometimes it's, you know, I need that glass of wine or I feel like, oh, I need to put my hand in the bag of chips. And so even for me, you know, as somebody who's been in the health and fitness industry for so long, like I'm not immune to stressors. I'm not perfect. I'm not immune to feeling like, oh my God, I'm so freaking stressed. I need a glass of wine. I'm so freaking stressed. I need to just like eat something and just, you know, calm myself down. Right. So I want to let you know, first of all, there's no shame. There's no judgment. It's totally human to react in these ways. But I also want to share some things that I'm working on to help, you know, give you some perspective and some ideas of what tools you could have in your toolbox. Because here's the bottom line, guys, like not, it's not just the calories that add up when we're stressed and we're stressed eating or we're drinking or whatever. That's the obvious part, right? I know if I'm super stressed and I'm overeating because I'm stressed and, you know, I'm binging on chocolates or chips or whatever it is, obviously I'm not going to be surprised like if the scale is up the next day, right? That's kind of like a given. I don't think most people are surprised about that. I think where most people get frustrated though is when maybe they're not even doing those things and they can't lose weight, right? And they have this chronic stress going on in their life or maybe it's many small stressors that are adding up And even though they're busting their butt with their steps, they're busting their butt in the gym, they're sticking to their calorie deficit, they're not cheating, they're refraining from stress eating, right? But maybe there's just so much stress going on that your body is just not in a safe place to lose weight. And I know it feels silly, sounds silly and woo-woo to say like, oh, your body doesn't feel safe to lose weight. But it's true, guys. You know, our bodies respond to stress by releasing cortisol into our body. And with too much cortisol chronically in our body, it's gonna downregulate your sex hormones, it's gonna downregulate your metabolism, which is gonna make it harder for you to lose weight. So you could be doing everything exactly the same, but if you're chronically stressed and you're under eating and you're chronically dieting and you chronically have all of these stressors going on, it's going to make it really hard to lose weight no matter what you do, which is going to stress you out even more. So it's like this constant, constant cycle, right? So, you know, in your toolbox, there, there has to be a few things, right? There has to be like, how are you going to cope with the stress in that moment? And then how are you going to make yourself more resilient to stressors in the future? Okay, so, you know, let's talk about coping mechanisms and how you can kind of better regulate yourself. A lot of these are going to be really obvious to you guys. Okay, deep breathing. All right, you taking deep breaths. This helps me a lot, especially since I've become a mom. The, the year and a half or more that I was breastfeeding, you know, sometimes like literally I'm holding a child who's attached to me and if I could feel myself getting stressed or anxious about something, I can't throw the baby, right? I got to calm myself down somehow. And so, you know, doing the deep breathing where I was breathing in for as slow and as many breaths as I could, filling my tummy with air, really letting my rib cage expand holding that breath for two, three, four seconds, as long as I could, and then slowly releasing the air. And just doing three or four breaths like that, just even talking about it makes me feel calm, you know? So don't underestimate the power of simple, deep breaths, okay? The power of simple, deep breaths. Now, what are other tools that I love to use? For me, it's going for a walk, So a lot of times, especially in motherhood, these have been really exposing to me, (laughs) my triggers and my stressors, right? As kids often do. Um, You know, for me, a lot of times it's, I need to just leave and go outside and go for a walk. 
you know, a little mental health walk, being in the sunshine, or even at night, just going outside and walking a lap around the block is extremely helpful for my mental health, you know, and obviously getting steps is great. You're burning a couple extra calories, you're reaching your step goal. But more importantly, this is like for me, just that mental, that stress relief, right? Uh, Another one for me is, you know, listening or reading to a, a book, you know, and for years, I read a ton of self-development books, right? Like business and marketing and positive mental attitude and, you know, all the rest. I have a bookshelf full and full of books like these and in my uh, Amazon, Kindle, whatever. So for me, I, I'm i into like true crime, <laughs> not true crime, sorry, sorry. Um, it's actually a very obscure, you're going to laugh because you guys probably don't read anything like this, but it's like this Nordic crime fiction, okay? It's it's my thing, don't judge me, think girl with a dragon tattoo, that's what got me into it, so I'm like always searching out the Nordic crime fiction uh, authors. Anyways, that's my guilty pressure, but something like that, where I'm not like doom scrolling, I'm not like binging something on Netflix, I'm reading something that's like taking my mind off of things, but I'm reading, it's constructive, but it's also fun for me. So something like that, you know, like do you have a book you like to read? Do you have music you like to listen to? Like what can take you out of that stressful state where you can really just let your mind relax? So for me, it's reading the Nordic crime fiction. That's one of them, going for a walk, taking deep breaths. Um, you know, listening to a good podcast, listening to a good book. Uh, sometimes, you know, even with my daughter, like when I'm in a stressful moment with my with my child and she's maybe just really cranky that day, sometimes it's dancing. Sometimes it's putting on a silly playlist, putting on some dance music and just dancing with her and being silly, right? These are all just tools that you can put in your toolbox to help regulate yourself. And these are all kind of self-explanatory. You probably have your own rituals that you do. Uh, but, you know, the big thing, guys, is it's catching yourself in that moment. And I think taking that those deep breaths, that is the most important first one. Taking those deep breaths, right? And, and really thinking to yourself, and here's another question I like to ask myself, what do I need? You know, when you're stressed, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when your mind is racing a zillion different directions, asking yourself, what do I need right now? What do I need that's going to help me feel better? What do I need that's going to relieve the stress a little bit? And sometimes just asking yourself that question, because sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we have so many tabs open in our brain and maybe even our spouse is asking us like, well, what can I help with? Or, you know, what can I? And you're just like, oh, no, no, I I got everything. And like, you don't want anybody to help. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, what do I need? Do I need to... For me, for example, this is what what happened to me last week, right? I was having a really stressful week and I decided, you know what? I need an extra hour on Friday to myself. So I paid for the babysitter to stay an extra hour so that I could really like get more things done that was going to relieve some stressors that were weighing on me. So sometimes it's asking for help. You know, sometimes it's, it's asking for support, it's delegating, right? Or maybe sometimes it's, hey, you know what, recognizing I need to get out of the house and do something for myself. I need to go get my nails done. I need to get a massage or I need to go to the beach and just sit in front of the ocean and just relax, right? So it's asking yourself, what do you need? Now, when it comes to how we can strengthen our resolve around these stressors, right, a, a, a lot of things you might see on social media these days are, you know, somewhat trendy, but also effective. Okay. So we have like our coping mechanisms, but then also like, how do you strengthen yourself to better deal with the stressors? Uh, a popular one right now that you'll see is like the cold plunges. Okay. Now I have not 
formally done like a full ice bath bath cold plunge. I've done some different like cryo things and stuff like that. And I've done little kind of ice baths for injuries, but the whole like dunking yourself into the ice bath, I have not gone there yet, but <laughs> some people do swear by it. Another one you can do is if you just, you know, let's say you're, you're really stressed, you need to kind of calm yourself down. Um, another one that people like to do that's super simple. I've done this as well is to just do a, a cold ass shower. And it sounds extremely unpleasant. It is is to get the water as cold as you can for 30 seconds, okay? Then crank it back up so it's warm for 30 seconds and you kind of do that on and off for about three minutes. And again, what we're doing is we're trying to strengthen our body and our nervous system, more importantly, to be able to handle the stressors. And so if we're imposing a stress like an ice bath or an ice cold shower, or if you're going into a float tank, or maybe you're just putting yourself, um, you know, in a situation, maybe a, maybe it's some kind of a workout that's pushing you out of your comfort zone, right? Like something that's going to push your comfort zone in a positive way that's mentally going to make you stronger. It kind of makes everything else that day feel less significant. You know what I mean? It makes it feel like, eh, my kid's throwing a fit and my kid won't take a nap, but you know what? I already did this today. And if I could do that, I can do anything, right? So it's choosing those positive stressors that are going to strengthen your nervous system to be able to take on the rest of your day and not feel so like reactive all the time. Um, this is a big reason why, you know, I actually, I love something like jujitsu Jiu-jitsu is something that really, it, it clears your mind. Because if you can survive an hour, hour and a half type of training where people are literally trying to choke you and rip your arm off, but you're sweating and you're smiling and you're having fun, as crazy as that sounds, the rest of the day, like, is not that bad. <laughs> no matter what happens. You're not as bothered by the traffic. You don't care that somebody cuts you off. Your kid's screaming. You're like, ah, whatever, right? So, you know, these positive stressors, they're really good for us. You know, they really help us manage our stress so much better for the rest of the day. And so again, to kind of tie this back around, you may be thinking like, well, what does this have to do with weight loss, Trisha? It really has everything to do with it. And to bring it back to, you know, a a couple podcast episodes ago, I was sharing how I dieted myself into disease. It wasn't just the chronic dieting that sent me into an autoimmune disease. It was the chronic stress. I was living in a state of chronic stress where, you know, my nervous system just never caught a break. I was constantly go, 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 no time for myself, no time to let my body or my mind rest. And when you go on and on and on like that with that chronic stressful lifestyle, at some point your body is going to say enough. And so a lot of times chronic stress can lead to disease in your body. So that's why it's so important. This topic is so, so important, not just because, uh, you know, it's if you take deep breaths, it's going to stop you from eating a bag of chips. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's part of it, right? But also part of it is just that overall, like, you know, emotional regulation and just really lowering your stress overall as a person, it's the starting point for healing any kind of chronic illness. Um, You know, not too long ago, I was taking a course where we were studying how to treat you know, chronic like autoimmune issues, people who have, um, you know, PCOS, people that have diabetes, people that have, um, you know, Hashimoto's, um, 
any kind of like autoimmune disease, the starting point, okay, and these are people that are extremely knowledgeable, RDs, medical professionals I was learning from, that they can read lab work, they can prescribe hormone replacement therapy, they can prescribe any kind of supplement to help overcome some of these issues. The starting place to treat all of these chronic issues was first to manage stress. Across the board, it didn't matter what the autoimmune disease was, the starting point was stress management. And so sometimes it's recognizing that we need to change our lifestyle. And that's a hard pill to swallow, right? Sometimes the tool in your toolbox needs to be knowing when it's time to take something off your plate, as uncomfortable as it can be, you know? And sometimes it's taking a look at our lifestyle, You know, and saying like, is this lifestyle really conducive to my health, to my overall goals right now for me, for my family? And it can be hard when we're short-sighted, right? Maybe it's something we need to do to pay the bills. Maybe it's something because we're trying to compete, we're trying to train for something. And so we have to push ourselves and we have to do it. But I'm telling you guys from experience, sometimes when you push yourself past that limit, when you've overloaded yourself for too long, your body will find a way to make you stop. Right, So if you can stop yourself before you develop some kind of disease or issue or before you suddenly gain 10 pounds out of nowhere and you have no idea why because of the chronic stress, you know, it's best to see if you can recognize those things early. It's not always possible. We don't always listen to the signs, but you know, the sooner you can catch yourself, the better. So I'm going to wrap it up right here, guys. But I hope this podcast helped. And I know I went a million different directions here, but the bottom line, guys, is that the more tools you have in your toolbox to regulate yourself during stressful times, to reduce the amount of stressors in your life, and to strengthen your nervous system and your mental state to be able to handle these stressors without becoming more stressed, right? to handle these things in a much more uh, calm way when possible. Overall, it's going to benefit your health, your relationships, your mindset. And of course, you know, it's going to benefit your metabolism, your hormones, your thyroid, right? It's all connected. So I know it's not easy work. And this is not the typical like, you know, eat less calories and this is what you should do to progressively overload your training, right? This is like a different type of weight loss advice. This is not your standard cookie cutter, macro, this and that. This goes deeper. This goes deeper. And it's all connected, guys. It's all connected. So if somebody tells you that it's not, maybe they just have, they don't know, they haven't been through it before, but it is all connected. So reflect on it, share any messages. You, you guys can always reach out, message me if you enjoyed this episode. If you have questions, reflections, I would love to hear it. But yeah, you know, I'll keep kind of sprinkling these in because I can see just by the amount of downloads how much you guys enjoy these type of episodes. And again, I'm not an expert. These are things I'm still learning and working through myself as a person, as a mom, as an athlete. And I want to help you guys do the same. So that is it, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week. And I will talk to you all next week.